Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Join the extra hour today. Coming up in one minute's time, Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. And at 235 today, a huge part of the Oilers playoff run in 2006. And a guy that can totally relate to Mike Smith, Dwayne Rollison. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, and that is Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, we are going to, at this time, tell you Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations. Four locations in Calgary. Go online to Royal pizza.ca or download the royal pizza app uh, from the app store now historically i've always been a big fan of the mediterranean chicken but do not overlook brendan loves the texan reed wilkins is all over the meat lovers as we head to the Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky, it just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock at W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. A one-on-one sit-down conversation with Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Ken, you've uh, talked often. You just got to get to the dance and see what happens and gain some experience. So uh, from your perspective, what did it mean to to watch the team overcome the start in the series against Calgary and pull off four straight victories and uh, advance here on to the conference final? Well, Bob, they've showed uh, a, a tremendous amount of character and heart all year. You know, you, you think back to uh, the tough times there in, in January, and then we were down three games to two going into L.A. with Darnell Nurse suspended, uh, won game six and obviously won that series, and then obviously lose game one in, in Calgary. So it's something that they've showed, our, our team has showed all year long, resilience and composure and, and tremendous leadership. So, uh, you know, that's a big part of advancing, I think, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. you got to win some big games and some big road games and along the way we won two out of three in Calgary we won a big game six to two I think two out of three in in LA so um, you know we're playing real well we're feeling good about ourselves and excited about uh, starting tonight uh, we've seen I mean, you've you've managed some great players uh, during your time obviously you're part of an organization that won four Stanley Cups in Detroit um, and I'd, I'd like to say have you ever seen anything like Connor McDavid except in the last series Leon Dreisettle on one leg had 17 points but it is truly special with what we're watching with number 97 right now, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Uh, I mean, he's just, he keeps raising his game and, and, and uh, you know, he's the best player in the world. Uh, um, he's just, and he, and he, you know, you think, and not only, you know, getting the points, people look at the points, but, uh, you know, the way he's competing and the physicality, you think of the hit he laid in, in uh, the first minute of game seven uh, against LA, I think it was Dursey, ran him over to set the tone for our team. Uh, he's uh, he's leading by example. He's incredible. He's competitive. Obviously, he's got hockey sense and hands and, and his speed, but his his intensity he's raising his game but and again you don't want to forget what Leon Dreisaitl's doing 17 points in five games I mean I mean that's against a 110 point team that's that's a, that's a real hockey team so uh, those two players have really uh, and I think been waiting for this opportunity and and uh, they're grabbing it and, and the rest of our team is, is is following too simple to say one of the biggest differences between the teams that you had the last couple of years that bowed out to Chicago and Winnipeg and the teams you have now are Zach Hyman and Evander Kane like you didn't have those guys now you do and as a result the others are different animal to deal with. Yeah, I think so. You know, and also, you know, the, 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 you know, uh, Ryan McLeod, um, Jesse Pugliarvi, the internal growth. You know, they're a year older. So, but certainly, uh, I think Zach had the goal in all, all, every game in the Calgary series, and uh, Vander's got twelve goals in twelve playoff games. So, uh, those two players have really, uh, you know, provided some in, much needed uh, secondary scoring. I thought we played. Um, you know, we, I didn't think you know the Chicago series. I didn't think we played very good. I thought we played like regular season hockey, and we played a team that was experienced, and and they out, they, they 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 sent us packing. I thought last last year we played real hard against a good Winnipeg team. Three games went to overtime, um, but we weren't. But they were low scored, zero zero one one. I think we're going into overtime. So, you know, this year Connor and Leon have raised their games, and then and then you know the addition of some secondary scoring I think is is been the reason why we're playing here in the final four. Dave Manson came up with Jay Woodcroft. The defense, all 16 men are averaging between 17 to 21 minutes. This isn't like Darnell's playing now. He's also playing a little bit banged up. But it's not like he's playing 27 minutes a game here. Um, and and so I think part of that has been the inclusive nature of Dave Manson's coaching approach. But maybe just a thought, and I know I asked you this question at the availability as well yesterday. Just could you have envisioned it going any better with Jay? And I think from watching Bakersfield, the one thing I noticed is that team – they, they had no quick. Like, they had resiliency as a team. And it appears as though, right now, that the Edmonton Oilers have now fostered that same sort of belief that they can be resilient and stay in games or stay in series. And I'm wondering, is that a byproduct, you think, of maybe the approach that the coaching staff has had a little bit? Well, there's, there's no doubt uh, Woody and Dave Manson have had a, a big impact on our team uh, right from the you know the, the first game. I, I think the, the mantra was game one, let's just win a game. And we won a game and we, we, we slowly they slowly started to build something. And, uh, um, and I think Woody has done a great job. And then you're talking about Dave Manson and certainly, first off, when they were in Bakersfield, the job that they had done in helping um, Bouchard and Bear and, and Caleb Jones develop in, in the first half this year, Broberg and, you know, DeHarnay looks, I'm anxious to see him in training camp next year. And, and Nima Line has come up and done a good job. So their fingerprints are all over, Manson's fingerprints are all over uh, the development of, of, of lots of our young defensemen. And then, uh, to your point up here, when they've got here, um, you know, they've made some tweaks. I think that uh, they put, uh, I'm not sure if Tip did 
it or, and play for it, but I think the combination of Bouchard and, and oh, Keith, Dave yeah, Dave has been has been really good. You know, it's a veteran guy mentoring a young kid, and and and, and Bouchard's ability to move the puck. They've had a real good uh, partnership, and and the odd game they have an off night, and then they seem to bounce back and have a great game the next game. So they've they've I think it's been Bouchard has been good for for Dunk, and Dunk's been good for for Bouchard, and uh, um, so you know Dave Manson's uh, done a fabulous job, like you said, in reducing the minutes, getting all six in the mix, and uh, um, that's a big part of, uh, you know, we've, we've been playing better defense and, uh, you know, backed up by uh, by real good goaltending. Which is where we're going to go next. And, you know, can I'll be honest, like, I looked at Hyman, yeah, it totally makes sense. I looked at CZ, I'm like, I think he's going to be better than people think. I understood the Keith trade, um, though, you know, people were, well, why didn't they, whatever, I understood the Keith trade. Then you then you get Kane, you add Kane into the mix. Um but the one question mark for me every step of the way was, could Mike Smith bounce back? Uh, well, he's bounced back. I mean, he's at a 9.27 save percentage in the playoffs. All-time, second-highest save percentage of any NHL goaltender in NHL history. The only guy that's better is Tim Thomas, and Smith's at 9.30 going into the series. Um, did you have the, uh, you know, the, 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 the long-term vision? Or in the back of your mind, were you also wondering a little bit, you know, or did you think if this guy got healthy, you know, he's a good goalie, this is what he can do? Well, you know, last year in the... In the um First off, since I've been here, you know, Koskinen was, was signed, and then we went, you know, Dave Tippett had a relationship with Mike Smith, and we signed Mike Smith, and, and I thought that uh, they've been a good tandem. And, uh, you know, there's, you know, year one, the Chicago series, I don't think our goaltending played very good, but I don't think our entire team played very good. Right. But it was a small, small, it was four games, you know, and I looked at the 72 games, not the four, brought them both back. And I think I told Smitty going into that offseason and his agent, I was going to explore the marketplace. This was after your, my first year here, and basically re, we re-signed Smitty, and then and, and then last year in the um, All Canadian Division, uh, Smitty was hurt. The first ten games came back, and I think he played 35 of the last 46, and he had a 9.23, and and played great for us in the playoffs. You know, I know he was 39 years of age. Then we signed him. You know, talked to a two-year deal now at 2.2 million dollars. You know, in my mind, when you look at the marketplace for goalies, you're into the mid threes. And fours, you know, for for one A's and one B's, and and we had a guy that uh, certainly he was 39 years of age, but I felt he could play at least half the year, um, and it was a 2.2 million dollar deal. Gave him some security with a two year deal. I, I think for this year, the angst was his injury. I, I, whenever he played, you know, he, he was in there opening night. I think he, he looked played, pretty good. For a he couple. looked good, and then he got hurt, and and then it went on, and and then it went on from basically problems. It went on for three months. But I thought I thought Koski did a great job, and and uh, Stu Skinner did a great job in keeping us afloat but when Koski and Smitty are healthy they give us good goaltending and then you know as you get down the stretch you hope that one of the two of them are going to kind of grab it and get hot and that's what's really happened this year probably I think what he said in one of his uh, pressers is that uh, the beautiful thing now for Mike Smith is he hasn't played a lot of hockey this year so it's not like he's played a whole bunch of you know 50-55 regular season games and now he's he's on a long playoff run so uh, beating Calgary in five was good for us for a variety and for Smitty he's got four days off here and you know he's been a big part of uh, he went eyeballed eyeball in in round one uh, against a guy that had two two time Stanley Cup champ and then you know last last series he went against a guy that 
you know, might be getting uh, Vesna votes this year and, and regarded as one of the top, you know, six, eight goalies in the league. And, you know, we've moved on. So uh, Smitty's a big part of, a big, big part of our team. He, you know, last thing is he's really competitive. You, yeah. You've been around the yeah. team. He's, 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 he's really, really competitive. He's got a real swagger. Um, his teammates love him. They play hard for him. And uh, certainly, you know, we, we kept believing and hoping what, what, that he, that, that nagging injury would get healthy and uh, he could get back in an everyday basis because he's very, very competitive and um, that's and, and, and his ability to handle the puck certainly helps our D. We're joined by Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Ken, just a couple more for you. Um, one of the things that's got a lot of people excited is you're doing this and you got three first-round picks coming. I mean, I know Broberg and Holloway are up, but they're not in the lineup right now. They're going to get transitioned in sometime next year. Broberg's playing in the third round of the Quebec League, or sorry, uh, uh, and Borgo's playing in the third round of the Quebec League playoffs right now. It's been a while since that's happened in Edmonton, where they're not immediately in the lineup, that there is a progressive step that occurs here. And I think there should be some excitement about that because I don't know how many teams are this deep that are sitting there with three first-round picks that are going to be joining their organization in the next couple of years. Yeah, we're excited about all three. I mean, if in the first, you know, Holloway and uh, Broberg, I mean, they're going to we're going to go to camp and give them every opportunity to uh, to make the team. Obviously, Phil Broberg's been up and down this year, and um, a couple nights he played twenty plus minutes. I think one night in Vegas when we were really beat up, he banged up. He played twenty three minutes. We won the game and. So uh, he's had a really good year down there. And then uh, um, obviously Holloway came back, what, about January, missed the first half of the year. It was tough for him missing a full year with that scaphoid injury. Um, but he finished He finished strong. Um, you know, he's big and strong, powerful, can really skate. Um, so I'm anxious to see those two two players in training camp. And uh, um, if they don't make the team in training camp, I would expect that at some point in time next year they'll be here. You know, in Borgo's case, obviously, he's a junior. He's had a real good uh, had a real good year. Um, he'll come to camp. It, it's going to be tough for him to make the team when you look at the forwards that we've right. got. Then we're talking about Holloway. Uh, and I also believe I'm also a big believer. You you know the program. You got to you got to you got to earn the jersey and you got to spend some time in the American League. And I have had the odd player, you know, Dylan Larkin, you know, kind of by, bypass that. But I I think a little time in the American League is beneficial to a, to a young player to um, kind of build a foundation, confidence as they step step into pro hockey. So certainly there are three players that we are uh, really excited you know, you, know, you know Stu Skinner's a young guy in goal we're looking just looking forward to him next year so um, you know we're it's, it's fun to be in the final four and know that you've got uh, you know five six seven young players that were that that we're excited about uh, here to, to maybe push their way onto the team over the next year uh, and I'm sure Tyler Wright's not disappointed that he's now drafting the final four of the yeah. first round yeah. uh, it is the combine week as well and uh, you know I, I would have to assume that you might be there might be some wiggle room with that eventual pick, you know, because you're going to be drafting somewhere between 29 and 32, which for Edmonton Oilers fans is music to their ears. <laughs> yeah, I think it's music to anybody's ears to be picking in the top four. Be it's hard to make the final four, and, and uh, but certainly had Tider and all the scouts are in Buffalo this week interviewing, and uh, um, you know, I've cleaned out a lot of draft picks, so it's going to be you know we're going to have to kind of work our way through this year. Nice to be in the final four, and then we've got a lot of them going forward after this year, so. Um, 
you know, we'll see what happens at the draft, but it's nice to be sitting at the back of the, the, the room. All right, so I'll leave you with this. It's Colorado. It's a dream matchup for everybody who loves the game. I mean, they've got, you know, McKinnon and McCarr. The Oilers have got Connor and Leon. There's great support. they got a couple other forwards that are better than a point per game in the playoffs in their careers. It's going to be a really exciting. Just your thoughts on, uh, you know, I mean, uh, on maybe – for the Oilers to be successful, and, and it is about the experience as well, but for the Oilers to be uh, successful in this series because they're playing a real good team and you're probably the underdog, what, what, what needs to happen? Well, first off, I think it is a dream matchup, and I'm excited, like everybody else, to, to, to watch. I mean, there's so many great players on both teams. I think from our perspective is, you know, keep doing what uh, what we've been doing. Um, you know, be competitive. we got to get to the blue paint. You know, I thought we got to the blue paint lots in, uh, against the Calgary series, and it makes life difficult on the uh, on the goaltender. Certainly, you're going to be aware, you know, the, the Makar in the back end is a yeah. unique. He's... he's Probably, you know, you know, Hedman. He's in he, he, him and Hedman. He's one of the best defensemen in the world, and unique because of his ability to just jump up and join the rush. So I think we have to be really, really aware of when when he's on the ice, uh, joining the rush, and or leading the rush. Um, you know, obviously you want to stay out of the penalty box. You got to be disciplined. I don't. Want, we don't want to put them on the power play four or five times a game. So uh, I think discipline, composure, and uh, you know, in the offensive zone, trying to spend time in their zone and, and, and getting to the blue paint. A lot of the things that we've done the the. The, the, the first two series. Ken, thank you for your time. Best of luck. Thanks a lot, Bob. That is Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. He has joined us before the start of each series. Let's hope that he does at least one more interview here before the playoffs conclude. Uh, when we come back on Oilers Now, we are going to get to our Oilers Now prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork. It is currently 221 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Uncle Milt was telling me about a couple decades ago about a customer that said a good salesman will sell me one truck, a good service department will keep me coming back. Well, that customer and his family have purchased more than 50 units from the Brent Ridge Ford team since then. And that same service department is one of the reasons that Brent Ridge just received their 11th Presence Award winner, uh, win for from Ford for customer satisfaction. If you need maintenance or repairs in your vehicle, you can call Kevin, Margie, or Mike at one 877 Ford. That's one 877 3673 And I, I hear there were a couple Flames fans over at Brent Ridge that weren't too happy with the conclusion of the Battle of Alberta. Oh, well, that happens. Japanese Village open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring... Japanese A5 Wago. You can visit jvedmonton.ca. Tell Don and the staff that Oilers now sent you. Justin from the north, as opposed to Justin from Quebec. Uh, he's texted us to say, good afternoon, Bob. I must say, as a longtime listener and a big-time critic of you and your show and Oilers management for the last many, many years, I'm here to say I'm eating a big slap of humble pie. I was very critical of Ken Holland's off-season trade and trade deadline acquisitions, and I'm here to say... Hats off to the Oilers management and all the best. Let's go Oilers. That one comes to us from uh, Justin uh, from the North. Well, thanks for listening to the show, Justin from the North. And thanks for saying, hey, humble pie. Let's see what happens here with the Edmonton Oilers. As promised, we head into the Oilers now prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Here's Brendan Escott. 
Uh, North Bay bounced from the OHL playoffs by Steve Steos' Hamilton Bulldogs and spelled the end of an incredible season for Edmonton's six-round pick from this draft. Uh, Matt Bay Petrov, 90 points in 63 regular season games, 10 more in 12 playoff games. Xavier Borgo and the Shawinigan Cataract tied 2-2 in the third round against the Quebec Ramparts. Uh, Borgo held off the score sheet in an overtime win last night. He's got a goal and an assist in the series. And guess who got the goal? We've talked about him over and over and over. This Bork kid uh, that is a draft choice of the Dallas Stars, late Maverick Bork. For, I just love the name Maverick. Maybe it's because back in the day, you know, 85, 86, Top Gun was pretty good. Have you seen the new Top Gun yet, Brendan? No, I do plan on it, though. Yeah, we haven't had the time. Uh, there's a new Thor out, so Hudson wants to go see Thor, so we're definitely going to go see that. Uh, but yeah, uh, and I'm not sure the Quebec, the first two rounds of the Quebec League playoffs were just best of fives. They're at 2-2 right now in round three, uh, with the Ramparts who are an overwhelming favorite in that series against Shawinigan. And I'm not sure if they're going, if it's a best of five or best of seven. Um, so you know what? It's a best of five. Judging by, well, yeah, it looks like it's a best of five because game five goes tomorrow in Quebec, uh, and that's the last game they got listed in that series. So I'm going to assume it's a best of five because it looks like the other series is done. So, uh, no, I mean, Xavier uh, Borgo is a, a definite good prospect for the Oilers for the future. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell at 228 Edmonton. We're going the extra hour on Oilers now. And when we come back, a guy that was uh, paramount to the Oilers' successful Stanley Cup run in 2006, Dwayne Rollison, Roley the goalie, when we return on Oilers now. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.